Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is December 10th, 2019. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a worldwide business development and sales industry think tank. To date, we have supported business owners in Dubai, the Dominican Republic, Barcelona, Spain, and New Delhi, India. Our business is people. Our product is sales performance. 321 Sales Systems and Business Development Services give white-collar small business owners a refreshing experience and sales sophistication and simplicity. In other words, we tell salespeople exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. Each podcast episode contains a nugget of our sales system and business development training. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. In addition to supporting white-collar small business owners and salespersons, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. Today's episode is powered by Jive Communications at jive.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212 or at WhatsApp at 1-415-515-6760. We have over 72 hours of sales system and business development content on our podcast. Today's episode is an interview with general partner, the managing partner of Invictus Advisors, an international consulting group. And I would like to introduce uh, Mr. Vidal Espinosa, who is the managing partner, and they're based in San Diego, California, and they do a lot of cross-border business. So good afternoon, Vidal. How are you doing? Pretty good, Rick. Thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, we are uh, really grateful that you have us on your, on your podcast today. Well, thanks for uh, making the connection and definitely tell Jeff Redondo, a very professional guy, that I send my best wishes and uh, thanks for reaching out. I will, so, I will. So my, my first question that we always ask our podcast guests is for them to talk about their background, uh, their educational background, uh, some jobs they've had in the past, some experiences they've had, some career you know, background. So at this point, um, Mr. Espinosa, please tell us all about yourself. Well, um, let me tell you a little bit about uh, my story. Uh, I was uh, born and raised uh, in a little border town called Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that pretty much everyone in the world knows Tijuana. Absolutely. And Everybody the, knows where Tijuana is. <laughs> yes. So I was born and raised there. Um, we crossed the border every single day pretty much uh, just to do nothing or even just uh, buy milk and go back to our house. Um, I'm uh, the, the oldest of three brothers. And as the oldest of three Hispanics, I was um, supposed to be the following my dad's footsteps. So my dad being an accountant and an entrepreneur, um, I was expected to be an accountant, nor an entrepreneur. 
so that's what I became, an accountant. I went to study my university uh, to Mexico City. I finished uh, Universidad Panamericana. And I had my master's, my first master's down there. And then I did another master's in Loyola University as well. So I have over 22 plus years of experience in, in public accounting and uh, both Mexico and in the US. So what we do basically is we help entrepreneurs and small business owners, medium business owners manage their cash flow because we detected that it's a huge problem. When you have a lot of money, it's a huge problem controlling your money. But when you have very little money, it's more problems controlling your money. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. People think that um, having little money, it's, it's a problem. No. When you have a lot of money, it's a big problem. Oh, excellent, excellent. So I have a few questions to ask you, uh, Mr. Espinosa. Can I call you Vidal? Vidal is great. Uh, uh, Mr. Espinosa is too formal. <laughs> <laughs> Because I love that name. I, I remember growing up as a kid, there was this, uh, of course, you've probably heard this before. There was this uh, uh, hair care uh, product called Bidal Sassoon. Correct. Yes. So when, when Jeff called me and said uh, that Bidal Espinosa wants to talk to you, I said, hey, great. Let's have a guy named Bidal come onto the podcast and talk about <laughs> his business. So I have about five questions to ask you. And uh, the first one is, what would you say is the biggest learning experience that you have you know, gained from being an entrepreneur? Well, the biggest experience that I've gained has been in 2007. Well, let me, let me uh, backtrace to 2001. 2001, September 10th, one of my, my very first clients as uh, an accountant uh, opened a restaurant. So they call me September 10th and they say, hey, you know what? We need for you to come to the restaurant. Uh, we need to go over the numbers and uh, it's urgent. So everybody knows what happened the following day, September 11th. Mm -hmm. I was in Mexico, I was in Tijuana. So it took me six hours to cross the border to meet with them. So I got to the restaurant and um, the owner, Jose, tells me, hey, you know what? We need to go over the numbers because between the partners, we're having a lot of problems and we want to sell the restaurant. Well, guess what? I bought, my, I bought my very first restaurant right there and then. Wow. So what I say is that I woke up as an accountant and I went to bed as a restaurateur. <laughs> At that time, I was actually uh, doing my second master's and my thesis was an investment project for a Mexican restaurant in Russia. Oh. So needless to say, I changed my project to an Italian restaurant in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So after that, um, I opened two more restaurants in, in Mexico, in Tijuana. As you know, Tijuana, it's not one of the safest cities in the world. And in 2007, something happened to me. I was actually kidnapped from one of my restaurants. I was kidnapped for and held for ransom. So my biggest lesson is that once you know how to make your money, you would always going to go back to your basics and make it again, make it again, and make it again. 
no matter how many times you fall, you get up and do it again. That's what I've learned. Well, I tell you what, Vidal, those are some words of wisdom about sticking to the basics, and I like that. And I'm sure our listeners will、uh, gain a lot of benefit、uh, from your comment. My second question is: Please talk to our listener, listening audience, about your entrepreneurial journey. Since I was a little kid,、uh, I remember that、uh, I would always ask my mom and my grandma to buy me candy. And my grandma to make me lemonade to sell outside her house. And I even had a little wagon where I would go door to door, renting comic books and magazines to the neighbors for a quarter. So all my life, I I, I saw my dad and my granddad be entrepreneurs, have their own businesses. Uh, wake up early in the morning, come home late at night, and、uh, I've also learned from that. I don't need to wake up early in the morning and go out, go very late at night, come home or to bed because I don't want to work for my business. I want to work for me, and I want to work in my business.、Mm-hmm. So I've seen that all my life, and and I learned from that. I, my, I think it's been in, engraved in my DNA to be an entrepreneur, to always start be creative and create businesses and find an opportunity on everything. But you also need somebody to tie you down, because if you're an entre- a true entrepreneur, you're always going to be in the clouds,、mm-hmm. and every time you're going to be trying to build businesses and create businesses and do. A business opportunity from here and from there, but there's no focus. So you need somebody to tie you down, so you can focus, grow that business, and move to the next one, and move to the next one, and move to the next one. Otherwise, nothing happens. That's, That's true. That's what I. That's so very true, and I just want to comment on rent,、uh, renting comic books. I had never thought of that. I had so many comic comic books as a kid. I could have started my own business without a business permit. <laughs> <laughs> well,、wow. when you're seven or eight years, I don't think the authorities are going to be like, "You need to show me your seller's permit and pay taxes on those leases." <laughs> exactly. I had so many comic comic books growing up as a kid, so I missed that opportunity. I wish I would have known. You, I was in Mexico, so it was very easy down there. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I wish I knew you back then. <laughs> Okay,、uh, Vidal. Here's my third question: Can you tell our listening audience one piece of advice、uh, that you think is critical、um, for any startup business, and you know what business owners should know? The most important thing business owners should know when they're starting their business. You know what? The most important thing I personally think or believe is that get your ego. Out of the way.、Mm, it's very、good. difficult. It's very difficult to do so. It's extremely complicated to do so. You're gonna think that you know everything. You know nothing about business. Okay. I call it the dark side of business. A doctor, a dentist, a even us accountants, CPAs, we don't know. Anything about business? 
let yourself be guided have a mentor have coaches that will tell you or advise you what to do don't go out seeking opinions from your neighbors from your friends from your family because the only thing you're going to do is you're going to get or apply whatever suits you don't do that you're going to fail you're going to so fail uh huh so in other words you're saying you know you're going to listen to whoever makes you feel good with their advice is that if, what you're saying if well if you go seeking opinions yes you're going to you're going to uh, follow whatever suits you and it's more comfortable for you but if you have a mentor that specializes on the business that you want to do they have the experience and the knowledge to tell you hey you know what instead of painting this wall blue paint it red because it's going to generate you better revenue or better impression with your customers but if your family comes over and say oh no no blue is amazing do different shades of blue and you're stuck in blue you're going to do blue but you're not going to be successful it's an example okay if you were to follow the advice not the opinion then it's different i got it advice over opinions i love that i love that very much okay uh vidal my fourth question is if you were to start your business all over again what would you do differently listen to the advice and forget about the opinions mhm plain so you went back to that you went back to that because that i mean that i mean yeah i i can tell that you're speaking from experience and you know a lot yeah. of us we have made mistakes and yes and sometimes those past mistakes were because we we listened to opinions yes and you know what a mentor might might be very expensive and not only in 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 revenue in in resources but in time if you don't have a mentor or coach okay your learning curve is going to be several 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 years if you listen to the advice from your mentor or coach they're telling it because of experience and wisdom and years of failure it's like your parents and when you're a teenager they tell you don't don't drink and drive or don't speed don't do this until you get into a car accident hopefully not or things like that then you oh i should have listened to my dad or I should have listened to my mom they're telling it for a reason but your ego gets in the way you don't know everything i see it i see it and what you basically said you said that um without using a professional or mentors you lengthen you keep that learning curve that learning curve could be so long so that's nicely yeah. nicely put yeah the learning curves are very expensive when it comes to time and also in revenue in resources okay i have one more question for you vidal and that sure. question is what are your thoughts about entrepreneurs and the gig economy and if you could please explain to our listeners because i know i hear this uh, term all the time the gig economy please if you don't mind please explain to people what the gig economy is um i think that a gig economy it's uh someone that wants to freelance okay somebody that has a job and has a freelance or a uh, a side job 
that they're trying to launch. Right now, it's very trendy to be, oh, I'm self-employed, I'm an entrepreneur. And once my business gets off the ground, I'm going to quit my job. Well, that's never going to happen because what you're doing is you're not supplementing your income, okay? You're just getting additional revenue that makes you comfortable until you dedicate yourself to that business, okay? And forget about your nine to five, your 40 hours a week or whatever it is and focus on your business, you're going to grow your business. Let me give you an example. You're currently doing your nine to five and you get a steady paycheck. And then you have freelancing for graphic designing. How much time do you have to graphic design? Let's say five, six hours and you bring in $2,000 extra a month. That's amazing. You have your paycheck and $2,000 extra a month. What makes you think that you're going to give that up? Nothing, because it's very comfortable. You're in your comfort zone. You're not going to seek more clients or more freelance gigs to increase your $2,000 because first of all, you have not enough time. Second, you have a life. I hope so. Mm -hmm. So it's never going to happen. It's very trendy right now to be an entrepreneur. Really, entrepreneurs at this point in time, they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. They have no idea. The dark side of business, it's going to consume them. It's like a dark hole because they're also not even experienced on investing on themselves, on consultants, paying payroll, paying payroll taxes, paying taxes. They don't want to pay taxes. So I think the gig economy, it's, It's not the solution. If you want to do it, go all in. Go gotcha. all in. You don't need a lot of capital either. So basically what you're saying, if you have a business idea and, you, and you've um, used the, the services of a, of, a, of a mentor, you know, perhaps your company, and you sit down with someone who's a professional and they map out a strategy where you can not just, be a, not just work in the gig economy, but just go full bore. Correct. Just do it. Yes, yes. If you really believe in your product, go for it. If nice. you believe in the service that you're providing, go for it. Don't do it. Uh, I tend to call that, and I apologize if I can't use that word. I call it the half-ass syndrome. Mm -hmm. So you just do it half-ass, period. Are you That's doing true. all that in your life, half-ass? Just do it to do it? Uh, it doesn't work like that. You've, you've expressed a lot of great things on this podcast episode. So finally, Vidal, do you have any closing comments? And please include uh, the, the ways, ways that people can make contact with you. They can call you. They can visit your website. And you're based in San Diego too, right? We are based in San Diego, yes. Uh, they can reach us at 619-677-6512. And uh, for your listeners, we have a complimentary 15-minute consultation on anything they want or need for their businesses. If they want to talk about business plans, fi uh, financing, uh, uh, financial statements, projections, whatever they want, we can guide them. And uh, I'm offering a 15-minute consultation for them. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, 
321BizDev podcast listeners, and this podcast will also be uploaded to the 321 White Collar Sales Pros. I want to thank our guest today. His name is Vidal Espinosa. He's the managing partner of Invictus Advisors International Consulting Firm, and he can be reached at 619-677-6512. So I want to thank Vidal. Thank you, Vidal, for being a guest today, and you make it a great day. Thank you so much.